Welcome to the College Prep Genius Radio Show, where we can answer all your questions about getting college for free. Today, your host is Gene Burke, the author of College Prep Genius, The No-Brainer Way to SAT Success, and you can find her at collegeprepgenius.com. And I'm the moderator, Felice Gerwitz. Welcome. With College Prep Genius, free college can happen to you. That's right. It's never too early to start thinking about test prep to secure your future. Imagine getting free tuition, room and board, free grad school, and more based on your SAT score. College Prep Genius is the key to free. This award-winning, nationally featured program teaches students the logic behind the SAT. You'll learn to answer every question in 30 seconds, raise your score as much as 600 points, and go to the college of your dreams for free. Visit College Prep Genius to know more. Hey everyone, welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz and I am on the line with Jean Burke. Jean is going to be sharing with you the myth about no more SATs or ACT tests. You are going to find the show notes for today's episode at collegeprepgenius.com. And Jean, I am going to um, turn the mic over to you. And just, uh, you know, one of the things that came up in our discussions, and this was even some time back, was that I heard that the tests were being dissolved and you said, no, not so fast. So you're going to just share a quick episode. You may have covered this information on a past podcast, but I asked you to clarify this question. So thank you so much, and I'll give the mic over to Jean. All right. Hello, everyone. Um, yes, don't pop out the champagne yet. Um, you know, I as a test prep uh, company, we, you know, we get a lot of questions. And, you know, you see a lot of stuff on Facebook, social media. Hey, SATs are going away. You know, when, when 2020 hit and they were canceled, it was the best time right now to get rid of these tests. But but hold on. Be really careful when you read something, you hear something. I think most people want them to go away because a lot of people don't do well on them and they don't feel like they're fair. Well, I'm going to talk about not only why they're fair, but why they are not going away. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, today's um, podcast is all about the SAT, ACTs. They are contrary to popular belief. They are here to stay. Now, back in 2019, which is what we now is known as BC or before COVID, over 2.2 million students took the SAT. About 1.8 million took the ACT. And many, many other million, more millions of students took very similar tests like the CLT, the GRE, the ASVAB, the MCAT, the LSAT, so far. So, and, you know, just very standardized tests. If stakes were not so high, college acceptance and scholarship money and even admitted to grad school, then these tests would simply be annoying intrusions of one's life. But they're not. And sadly, standardized tests are here to stay. And these tests themselves uh, are beatable because they do have a standardized questions and standardized answers. And so that, that's definitely the good news. So when we talk about the main test to get into college, we tend to talk about the SAT and the ACT. Certainly, I've spoke about the CLT many times, and we have a lot of podcasts about about them as well, and certainly the PSAT, which is a, a scholarship contest. And so these tests 
even though they were canceled at most colleges and most places across the United States during 2020 and even even into uh, 2021, you know, you still saw uh, colleges that had waived, you know, temporarily the um, acceptance test. You know, we're now seeing that they're opening back up. We've also talked about the changes to the SAT, which will be around 2024, a couple of years from now, uh, in another podcast. So you want to check that out. But I really wanted to come down to why these tests are not going away. And again, as I said before, when, when you hear that or a well-meaning friend or high school counselor tells you that, you know, unless they're willing to pay for your child's education, if they're wrong, don't trust them. You always want to go to reliable sources who are who are in the know, who stay up to date, and who know what's going on. So just again, be very very careful. Yes, I think people will be happy to think that they're going to go away, uh, but here's really the truth: uh, colleges need a fair way to compare all students. They know a 4.0 at one high school is not the same at another. Your students may take very hard, very rigorous classes, have a hard teachers and have a certain GPA, but the kid down the street goes to an easy school, has easy teachers, and has the same GPA as your child. So on paper, they look the same. Every school calculates their scores differently. So really the only fair way a college can compare a homeschool student, public school student, private school student, you know, whether you live in Texas or Florida or California, is a test like an SAT or ACT because they've leveled the playing field. And so having that really makes a difference. And a lot of people think that SATs are are actually stacked against students who actually are in lower economic, social economic situations or financial situations. It's actually not true, you know, because it, it gives them a fair chance because what's taught at one school is not what's taught at another. I have taught in very, very, very wealthy private schools, and I have taught in Title I schools where every student has free lunch, and they, are, you know, many of them are, you know, in very low, poor incomes uh, neighborhoods. And so, I, in many cases, I've not taught, seen a lot of difference when it comes to test scores, because it's not about the school, it's not about the curriculum, it's not even about the IQ of the student. These are logic tests. And the questions are purposely misleading and the wrong answers can be very appealing. And so even your valedictorians and your really smart top 10% students bomb them all the time. Uh, it's really about critical thinking skills because they're based on logic. And this is why I'm a big believer in test taking um, techniques and classes being taught in, in every school because it advantages all students because they're going to be tested all their life. And so, uh, this is why it's important to understand that these tests are important because they they don't test certain curriculum. They don't test classes that your students have taken. What they test is uh, this uh, very objective questions with um, one answer that that can it, that's indisputable. And so tests at school are all about the subject that you've learned and the cramming. And, you know, regurgitating back out on paper what you learn in a classroom. But when you take a test like an SAT or ACT, which is based on logic, it's not about any particular subject. And the questions that they use, they are drawn from, you know, all over the place. So it's not like you can cram and study 
at the last minute. So this, this is why it's important to understand that this is fair for our kids. We want it to be fair for our kids, um, no matter where our kids you know, go to school or where they live, uh, public, private, homeschool, it, it doesn't matter. And so uh, these tests are gonna be around. Uh, yes, there are SAT changes coming up. We've seen that, we have another podcast about that, but it's still gonna be a standardized test, which means anybody can do well anytime. Uh, no matter what, anybody can beat these tests because uh, even though some kids are better at test taking, they're more logically minded, it's more intuitive of them, uh, they see patterns naturally, they don't know everything. And just sometimes a few more little things can really put them over the top. Or maybe your student is not perceived as themselves as a good test taker. Well, because logic is not a personality trait, it's a trained skill like piano or golf, Anybody can train their brains to think more logically. And so this is why this makes it fair for everyone. And I, I think people aren't so much mad at SATs. They're really more mad at what they reveal. They reveal that all kids are not the same. And I think, sadly, we live in a situation where so much of the society wants to make everyone equal. They want everyone to be on an equal playing ground which is not fair because if it was, I could say, well, can my five foot two student play professional basketball? Well, that would be a silly thing to even ask because, um, you know, they, they probably wouldn't be, you know, as talented as the people who tower twice their size and can really, you know, get the job done. So we do live in a, in a situation a society where everything's not equal, it, it, but you everyone can excel. We live in, we live in America where, the great, it's the greatest opportunity of you can be what you want to be. And it takes, you know, obviously learning and hard work and consistency. And so these tests are, they reveal that some kids are not good critical thinkers. That's what they reveal, which is okay, because it's revealing a weakness that can be overcome. You know, if you take, a, you know, a, uh, a placement test and it shows, okay, you're, you don't do so well in a certain area. Okay, then I need, I now I know where I need to improve and what I need to work on. And so it's, it's not a, this is not a fair test. It is, no, it is an equal test that anybody can say, you know, I can, I can work on this. I can practice. I can learn the shortcuts. I can learn the strategies. I can learn how to answer questions in 30 seconds or less. If, if people understood that these are beatable tests, then they wouldn't be so mad at them to begin with. They would say, listen, uh, I, I'm, I'm thankful that there's a way, well, especially if your child's a homeschooler, where maybe a guidance counselor or, or admissions counselor at a college might say, well, how do I know your mom didn't just make up those grades? Well, they don't know. Uh, so the test score can validate your transcript, give you that credibility, because it does show, hey, my student can compete, you know, as a good critical thinker, which is which is a side of college readiness for colleges. And so I think it's really important that we don't, uh, you know, be excited to think that the tests are going away. How else would a college compare, you know, all students and have that metric or that yardstick? So, so be thankful for a standardized test because, you know, as I said, not only can you learn how to beat them, learn the recurring patterns, uh, you know, all students can excel and do well. And so um, they're not going away. Yes, you do hear about the, the UC, the, the California school system said, you know, we're not going to have the SATs anymore. Well, it's not that they're 
high and mighty and they think, oh, it's not like they think, well, you know, we're going to be the good guys and we're going to get rid of these tests because everybody hates them. No, it's all about following the money. There are over 200,000 applicants every year for the, the 10 schools that are in the California school system. Now, there's nearly 5,000 colleges. So we're talking 10 schools here. And what they've done is decided to create their own test, which if you multiply 200,000 by a mere $60, which is an average test cost, $12 million that they're going to bring in as a revenue. And not only that, most kids take the test more than one time. So you, you can definitely follow the money there. But also the fact that the, um, these students, you know, uh, if you're from an out-of-state, uh, not like not uh, a resident of California, um, then they're generally going to require some kind of SAT or ACT. So they're not going away. Uh, and even right now, we have about 15% of schools that were test flexible or test optional, you know, BC before COVID. Uh, but even most of those schools, they either were specialty schools or the students um, either sent their scores in, which most of them did, or they had their own entrance test, which is, again, a standardized test. So when it comes to any school, no matter which one it is, uh, they have to have something other for college entrance. You can't just go walk up to the door and knock on the door and say, listen, I want to go to this school. They have to have some way um, to show not only are you college ready, you, know, you have some aptitude, uh, but also to, you know, look at you next to someone else and say, okay, this person, you know, I feel uh, is, um, you know, ha has the ability to go to college. But it's all based on ranking. You know, one of the things is, when it comes to test scores, colleges are, get their rankings nationally based on a test score. So the number one college in America is Princeton. Number two is Harvard. There's been a lot of times that Harvard has been number one. Well, what do they do? Well, to, have, to get into Harvard or Princeton or Yale or any of these top tier Ivy League schools, you have to have a high test score. I mean, that's like the basics. You know, there's a lot more uh, about what, what's needed, but that's the very minimum to get in. But based on that, that puts them in the highest ranking colleges with the highest test scores. They're not gonna drop those scores for any student who comes in with a fat 1000 SAT. Uh, they're not about to do that. And so this is why students who have high test scores can seek out colleges uh, that uh, where their stats are in above the 75th percentile. Because what that does is that's where the full rise and full you know, tuition and, and, and benefits come in. It's because based on that, that brings their rankings up, which is going to elevate their, their rankings. They're going to get more funding, and that's going to allow them to attract students who can pay full freight, full sticker price. Because students who uh, have uh, money that they can just write out a check, they want to go to higher ranking colleges. This is why the colleges are out looking for your students who, who has that high test scores to bring up their rankings. And as I've often said, if certain colleges really, uh, you know, are really big into sports and they find some very talented athletes who have the minimum test score to get into their college, that ultimately will drop their rankings down, which means now they need more higher ranking school students to bring their rankings up. So that means they're willing to go off that carpet and give you that full ride and all those benefits. So uh, even though we want Deep down, maybe these test scores, tests to go away. Um, 
then what criterion is going to be used? There's got to be something. And so if you can understand that not only are they not going away and, and they're even dumbing them down even more, um, you can use this to your advantage. Your kids can become trained test takers and learn logic and learn you know, how to beat these tests by understanding why the right answer is right and why the wrong ones are wrong and having those skills that they can later on use if they're going to go on to grad school or law school, med school. Uh, they can use test taking techniques on so many different tests because they're all pretty much the same. Most tests follow the same patterns and same normal, normalizing in which there's one objective, indisputable answer and several distractors. And, and as students learn that, then they can discern on how to beat these tests. And I think it's really important. So don't hope that they go away. Be thankful that they're here for your students and that your students can beat these tests. Uh, you know, we've been teaching test prep for 17 years, uh, how, to, how to beat these tests. We've had kids who've raised their SATs as high as 700 points, ACTs as high as nine points. We have numerous National Merit Scholars. Uh, kids have gone to Ivy Leagues for free. Uh, we even have students who've excelled so high uh, on the CLT. We have many of our students who scored in the top 1%, uh, even one student who got a 118 out of a 120 on the CLT 10. Uh, so this is what we've been doing, and we're, we'll stay at top of any changes that happen in 2024. But uh, we have uh, online e-courses that your kids uh, can self-pace, go on, watch the lessons, do the homework, do the quizzes, and learn how to beat the test. Uh, it's a limited use for a whole year, and then you can renew it if you want for a small fee. We have virtual boot camps that you, no matter where you live across the, the United States or even in other countries, uh, you can come on to, and, and log in and watch the classes live, uh, ask questions and interact with our teachers, professional teachers. And then also we have started to resume our live boot camps, which I'm so excited because you know, in 17 years, we've taught in almost every state as well as five other countries. And I love traveling. My teachers love traveling. They love going to places and, you know, having that one-on-one -on -one interaction in the classroom. And so uh, we have a few that we've resumed, uh, that have resumed and we've got online. And if you're interested in hosting one of my award-winning uh, boot camps, uh, two-day live person boot camps, let us know. We'd love to come to your city as a host. Your responsibilities really are very simple. Uh, it's getting a minimum of 10 students and a place to teach. Uh, then your kids are free uh, if you host the class. Um, and, uh, you know, you can contact us at our, through our website, uh, collegecrepgenius.com. And you can even uh, put in a, a request form to be contacted. To, we'll answer more questions at collegecrepgenius.com forward slash host. Uh, you can email us. You can give us a call at 817-282-7737. Uh, we'd love to answer any questions that you may have. You're welcome to go listen to testimonials on our website. We have numerous testimonials from, from parents, from students, from hosts um, who've um, offered the class to their, in their city. So let us know. So uh, hopefully this has helped you realize how important these tests are and why uh, they're here to stay and how just knowing that you can take advantage of that and uh, use it uh, to help your kids stand out, get into college, get that money, and uh, even be equipped for future tests in their life at their job someday or 
uh, if they go beyond college into post-grad school. So thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you listening in. And uh, uh, again, contact us if you have any questions. Thank you so much. Well, thanks so much for listening to the College Prep Genius Radio Show. You can find more episodes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast or listen on iTunes, on your favorite podcast app, on your phone, on your computer, or on the go. Remember, visit collegeprepgenius.com for more information and we'll see you soon.